This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by Arnold Golden and Gregory. Welcome to Energy Matters, a show about how you can save money on your utility bills, use technology wisely, and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Here's your host, veteran energy regulator and clean energy expert, Commissioner Tim Eccles. Thank you, Scott Slade. It's always great to be saving money on that power bill, using technology wisely, and living a more sustainable life. I'm Tim Eccles. I'm vice chair of the Georgia Public Service Commission and host of Energy Matters. My co-host in the studio today, Casey Boyce. Casey, how's it going? Uh, It's always great to be in the studio, and it's always great to be learning about how to save money and use energy wisely. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, you know what's really humbling to me is sometimes, even though I've been in this job for 11 years, I'll tell people what I do, right? And this agency that I serve on, and they look at me like a deer in the headlights. It's like, what is the Public Service Commission? But there's one that exists in every state, isn't there? There is, yeah. Every state's a little bit different. I mean, you're you're one of the the select the few that are elected. Yeah, only eleven states elect commissioners. We got in the studio with us Christopher Matos Rogers, a green realtor. Uh, Christopher, you've been on the show before. You yourself have uh, a podcast, right? Tell me about your uh, about your production. Yeah, so um, I have a podcast called What the FUD, F-U-D, Fear, Uncertainty, and Doubt. I'm sure you guys are very very familiar with that term. And we like to cover various topics, not all necessarily sustainability, um, bringing somebody in and getting to kind of the meat of the topic so people can hopefully move past that fear and uncertainty that they have on a lot of these um, topics. As you meet with potential buyers for homes uh, and you know, maybe they're buying in the urban area where maybe there is more solar, more EV chargers. Are you getting more questions from people about the technology now? I definitely am. And because of my visibility within leadership of the industry as well, I have a lot of managing brokers and top producing agents who reach out to me when they also have this, uh, have clients that have these needs um, because they don't necessarily know how to handle. So they reach out to me for references and pointers. So I have a pretty broad perspective of the market. And and honestly, uh, the last two years, I've also kind of moved into working more rural areas, helping people buy farmland or or mm. lots to build sustainable communities. Um, and as we you know, I mean, places like that don't have natural gas in a lot of times. So sometimes going all electric and being sustainable is really their best solution. Casey, I think one of the biggest surprises for folks during the pandemic, as people kind of fled the cities and, you know, went to maybe uh, islands to buy houses or out into the country is that I've seen folks that have gotten out to uh, a track of land and were not able to get decent internet. And it was quite a shock. Yeah. Well, especially if you need that to work remotely, right? I mean, we've had quite a bit of conversation just here in Georgia. And I think the commission has done quite a bit around internet availability in more rural areas, um, you know, make sure people do have access to that. Christopher, let me ask you, is this a conversation that comes up with you when you're meeting uh, with a client about the connectivity of the individual properties that they're looking at? 100%. um, It comes up, especially in the rural lands when we're looking uh, at, do, you know, we talked about Starlink as maybe as a backup option for them, but believe mm-hmm. it or not, even in the city, inside the perimeter, people want to know, do they have, say, AT&T Fiber or Google or something like that? They want high, high speed internet. So it's not only a concern in rural areas. And I got to tell you, I've got uh, a one gigabit fiber 
connection to my house. It is awesome. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, in this Zoom age, right, when we're sitting there doing two and three calls a day, I mean, it is a little bit embarrassing if you don't have a decent connection. So true. And how about the kids doing their homework, right? I mean, who wants to take their child to McDonald's to their to their homework, Casey? Yeah, so my wife is a teacher and I've got two kids. And during the, the pandemic in 2020, when everyone was virtual, we had my wife teaching a class uh, virtually using Zoom. We had both kids on the computer using Zoom or Google Meet to do their virtual thing. And then I was doing whatever I do, which actually was the least bandwidth intensive. So having that really big pipe uh, really was critical for all of them to be able what they, to do what they needed to do for work and school. Christopher is a green realtor. And for those of you out there who maybe you haven't bought a house in a while or you haven't used a realtor, in a, in a while. I definitely recommend it. And we, our family, Christopher, we've moved every three years I, and we use a realtor every time. So I guess we are, you know, we're a dream customer, aren't yes, we? Yeah, that would be. Yeah. You love for people to move. Um, but as, as you were talking with clients uh, and, and you're helping them think through options available on homes and what brings value. I mean, I, I've always heard that you know, upgrading the kitchen, you know, is better than say putting an above ground pool. Where does the where does energy stuff come in? Geothermal like Casey has or solar or batteries is that starting to be valued more? Certainly. So we, you know, we've talked on the last show about the green appraisal addendum and the process to have uh, to gain value during the sale. Um, but there's also more consumer awareness. Um, not only has it been growing uh, for various various reasons, but COVID has also exacerbated people's um, ability to have resiliency, uh, to have control and better um, understanding of their power, and of course their home health. And all of those are interconnected with energy efficiency. So, I mean, if I asked you what are the buyer's needs and awareness around sustainability measures, which is a, a little bit larger than, you know, th than just talking about a solar panel, what would you say? Uh, first and foremost is um, they, they want to have a manageable electric bill. So one of the things, and I'll send you all both this webinar later, there's studies now that are coming out because we're really talking about embracing green mortgages and the, the potential here. Uh, people at most U.S. households actually spend more on their energy burden than they do on their property tax and property insurance combined. Wow. And those obviously affect your, your mortgage approval, the insurance and the taxes, but not energy costs. Um, so these are things that people care about already, you know, and that's that's sort of the basic green question. When people tell me in Georgia, other agents will say people don't care about this stuff here. People aren't asking about it. Everybody asks whether they're a millennial first time home buyer or they're, uh, you know, a, a, a baby boomer downsizing. They they ask about the, the power bills at this new property that they're buying. And that's the simplest form. And then, of course, health is increasingly emerging. I have a lot of clients that have asthma and other issues, and that is associated with uh, energy efficiency. So uh, I'm buying a house. I maybe have a, a, a buyer agent helping me. And, you know, we're going to a home. There's a realtor sign in the front. How can I find out if that house has enough insulation and what the impact of that insulation will be on the power bill? What would you recommend to me? Yeah, so two things we do here. One, we do have green fields is what they're called in our MLS. So we have uh, all the way from certificates to solar generation to individual uh, features like windows and insulation. Um, you can check those in the listing. They are dependent on the owner and the agent knowing that information and implementing it into the MLS. So if that is not filled out correctly, 
carefully than we look at it when we're doing our showings first and foremost, uh, and then also on the inspection. The first thing I did, Casey, when I bought my home in Houston, uh, I mean, within you know just a month, is that I doubled the amount of insulation in the attic and Christopher that pays me back every single month doesn't it yeah those those are those I, I listened to your webinar yesterday the low-hanging fruit right those are the things that we really need to get people to understand that are very simple very easy to do and have huge paybacks immediately so I want to dig in a little bit here because you're a green realtor you mentioned green mortgage and so what I'm taking away from this is that if you are someone who is you know you're interested you're looking to buy a home whether you're first time home buyer or moving like Tim does every couple of years, it's not just a realtor and it's not just a mortgage that you need, but if you care about the energy, you really need to look for someone like yourself who has some knowledge in this. And presumably there are mortgage companies that specialize in these green mortgages. Like, can you talk a little bit about just that what's out there and what people need to yeah, look for. Yeah, so it is a whole team approach. So okay. it's, it's definitely not an agent on their own. They can do as much as they can on their on their own. But you know, it's about appraisals, mm -hmm. appraisers. It's about making sure that when we are doing a contract that we require that the appraisal management company chooses somebody who has those credentials because they have them just like we do as realtors to be a green realtor. Um, and then a mortgage lender. There is, that is our toughest spot is actually finding a mortgage company that wants to do the um, federal energy efficient mortgages or EEMs. Uh, I'm actually working right now with uh, a rater who we are creating a space in 2022 with a mortgage lender to actually create uh, a program for folks to go through and, and kind of streamline that whole process. It's been around since 93. Uh, uptake is slow or uptake is slow. And the problem is, is that you have to have somebody who's really passionate about it and wants to make this happen. Um, like I do in, in, on the realtor side, uh, lenders just want to fit you into a renovation loan or something else, but mm -hmm. that's not the same kind of product. Uh, it doesn't have benefits based on your energy score. Well, and, and part of the value I would assume is if you're spending less on energy or other utilities, that you can actually qualify for a higher mortgage amount compared to your income than you that would otherwise. That is correct. So we can help people get that house that they may not be able to do now. Or for example, I've got a buyer right now shopping a little under 300. That's a really tough price point in Atlanta right now. And um, with an EEM, she would be able to actually qualify for more and do some of these improvements that are mostly needed on homes that land in that, that price point. Hmm. Hey, just another minute in this segment. Christopher, do you have people come to you who say, I'm going to do business with you because you are a green realtor? I do. Actually, I'd probably say that three quarters of my business comes from folks who um, identify with what I do within the industry, the, the progress that I push and, and create. Uh, and so they see that as kind of an extension of their ideals. When we come back, more conversation with Christopher. I, I want to talk about this whole HERS score and why we don't hear more about it, why buyers aren't asking more about it. I want us to talk about EV charging. And if you're hearing about uh, home buyers who are asking, hey, does this garage have an EV charger? I want us to talk about these green fields that are in the MLS and make sure that, that our listeners understand that, hey, if you've got solar, you need to make sure that that's checked. I want to talk about what's up next for greening the MLS. I want to talk about more about this mortgage and appraisal process and talk about education and certification opportunities. Hey, stick around. We're talking about realtors, about green realtors, and about the impact of sustainability projects on your house or maybe a house that you want to buy. I'm Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters.
Energy Matters would like to thank GasSouth for its support of the show. GasSouth has a no-deposit policy and offers some of the lowest per-therm rates in the state. Use the promo code MATTERS for a special deal. GasSouth, the difference is good. GasSouth believes in the difference we can all make, like the difference in putting people first and showing that you care. For us, our difference is saving people money with our best rates and no deposit. And the difference we make in our community by taking care of our friends and neighbors and giving back 5% of our profits to help children in need. Learn more about what makes us different at GasSouth.com. GasSouth. The difference is good. Tim Eccles, host of Energy Matters, here with Jeff Pratt of Green Power EMC. Jeff, more and more EMCs are offering solar to their members, and you're seeing it grow like crazy across rural Georgia. Tim, you're right. Co-ops in Georgia are doing a great job of deploying solar across the state. In fact, they're leaders in the country with respect to engaging customers and deploying large-scale solar to benefit all their members. Hey, contact your EMC and ask them about their solar energy policy, or just Google Green Power EMC. This episode of Energy Matters is sponsored by Arnold, Golden, and Gregory, an AMLAW 200 law firm with 180 attorneys in Atlanta and Washington, D.C. They take a business sensibility approach when advising clients. They provide industry knowledge, attention to detail, transparency, and value to help businesses and individuals achieve their definition of success. AGG subscribes to the belief not if, but how. We thank John Gornall and all the attorneys and staff at AGG for sponsoring our show. Welcome back to Energy Matters. I'm Casey Boyce here along with your host, Tim Eccles, and we are talking green building, green houses, green mortgages, green realtors. Is there anything else green that we're talking about, Tim? This should be like the St. Paddy's Day episode. Yeah, maybe grass. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, out, out in the yard. Uh, I do love I do love a landscaping and beautifying my home, the rose bushes that I have. Christopher, great to have you own. We have some beautiful homes and beautiful landscaping in the metro. Yes, yes, we certainly do. And what's even better than that is pairing sustainability with that beauty, which is something you can do with an energy efficient mortgage. Yeah. So, Christopher, I want to talk to you a little bit about kind of some of the details here. So as regular listeners may know, I did a, a energy efficient renovation back in 2008. And one of the things that we did is we got an Energy Star certification and we got this thing called a HERS score. Um, so maybe uh, you can tell our listeners a little bit. What is a HERS score and what does it mean about the house or to the buyer? Yes, yeah, certainly. Well, the good news real quick about her scores is that we do have a registry called Green Building Registry. We're trying to implement it into our MLS now so that it will feed in. But the biggest source of data for them is her scores. So if you're your home, if you go to greenbuildingregistry.com and you enter your address, your her score will be on there and it will pre-populate a green addendum. Hmm. So you can hand that to an appraiser, whether you're doing a refi or when you're doing a sale and it has the pertinent information for them. So well, I, whoa, 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 Casey, I got, I got to get this website again. What, what, what is that? Greenbuildingregistry.com. Uh, they are with Earth Advantage in Portland. Um, and so they, they are starting to implement this automatic feeding of data into MLSs. They haven't worked here yet in Georgia. Um, we're working behind that's sort of maybe one of the next steps that we'll have is automating her scores and, and earthcraft scores into there. So let's back up a moment. What what is a HERS score? 
Yeah, I love a Hearst score because it's a baseline. It shows you how the house performs, not necessarily how the household uses energy. Uh, you know, we are a relatively high energy use household because we drive two electric cars. We have a lot of technology in our house. So if somebody were to look at our house and, and when they're buying and want the average bill, mm -hmm. they might think our bills are kind of high and our house is inefficient, but it's actually because of the other things that we have. So the Hearst score is great because it gives you a baseline of how does the uh, house perform from an energy standpoint, not, not, not how individuals can do that. You know, it, it's funny, Tim, because uh, Georgia Power has recently started sending out these home energy emails and saying, you know, here's how much energy you're using compared to, you know, similar houses uh, to yours. And my house, despite being very energy efficient, having solar on it, they always say you're less efficient than average and it's because like you christopher we've got two evs and so we're charging those up overnight and we're using more power for our transportation and i've provided that that feedback to the power company so hopefully they'll integrate that in at some point but a, a little bit of a, a kind of dissonance there <laughs> correct yeah and, and that's a great point to make but with the her score then people can see this is a baseline you know right 100 is sort of like what new construction is anything lower than that is good uh if you go uh, below net net zero where you're producing more energy uh, than your house uses then that would be a, a negative her score hmm. uh, but it really allows you to have like an even baseline to judge the property help me understand because we did our house in 2008 and the city of decatur where i live has done quite a bit of updating to its building code since then and kind of looking at what is required today it's basically what we did in 2008 so you know what was really kind of unique and exceptional back then is now essentially building the code so like is there something that buyers need to take into account when they're looking at homes between maybe a house like mine that was built to be energy efficiency energy efficient a decade ago versus something that's built today and is just simply code compliant so that falls on the seller to provide that information when your when your realtor comes to interview for the listing. Um, I also check greenbuildingregistry.com whenever I get uh, a listing appointment to see if there's already information in there. And so I would come prepared, but if not, always have that information ready to give to your realtor. Um, and that is something that has to be marketed and listed during the listing. i tell you what I like about the HER score, but particularly as it re relates to people that are on a tighter budget or low income folks, because I see this happen all the time in kind of the the poor areas of town with old housing stocks christopher is that people wind up getting a house and the thing is horribly inefficient and they're paying double for their power what they should be paying and it's not the power company's fault it's it's the home and had they known that up front and by looking at a score then it would help them be guided to the right house that is, that is so true and that is something again that we're actually going to be implementing for 2022 on a voluntary basis i will tell you the one thing i don't love about my industry is that we say we're consumer friendly but we hate disclosure we fought mm -hmm. lead paint disclosure in the early 90s we are fighting energy um information disclosure now. Um, now, Minneapolis Association of Realtors actually got behind and they went to the table, had conversations and ultimately supported a mandate for energy modeling at the time of sale. I would love that in Georgia. I know that my Atlanta realtor members and my Georgia Association realtor members that I'm very fond and close with will fight me, but we have got to have that conversation. It's a big part of housing affordability. Now let's go to the other end of the scale. Somebody has a swimming pool, uh, and I've had I've had uh, gas customers call me 
and say, oh, I, I decided to use my instant hot water thing to heat up my pool and my gas bill spiked up to this amount. And then their whole uh, DDDC rate gets set based on that individual month. And now all of a sudden they've got an expensive gas bill every month because their pass-through charge is high. Solar thermal, which I had on my Winterville house, is a great way to heat hot water, including swimming pool swimming pools but you never see it and and there's only like one company in atlanta that even does it Suncatcher, uh and i've got them working with a homeless shelter to try to get one on a homeless shelter up in tacoa but do you hear much about solar thermal heating hot water in the home or swimming pools uh, more for swimming pools is what I've seen on rare cases here in Atlanta. What I really love for household heating for water is uh, heat pump, heat pump water heaters. And we just switched to one during the pandemic last year. Yeah, Casey, mm-hmm. you've got a geothermal. Tell us about that. Yeah, so this is a little bit different. Our geothermal is for our, our HVAC. Um, and the way that it's installed, uh, there are, I think, six ground loops that go down about 105 feet and refrigerant gets pumped through those and the ground is a constant temperature year round it's about 65 degrees here in georgia and so it uses that either to extract heat from the ground or to put heat in the ground depending on whether it's in heating or cooling mode so it's really efficient but what's interesting is that the technology really has progressed a lot since we did our house to where you could go out and buy off the shelf a high efficiency say carrier or train unit that actually is more efficient than our geothermal unit and costs a lot less than our geothermal unit does so i am i you know geothermal is great but you know if you're putting new hvac in uh, or looking at a new home you don't need geothermal to get a really highly efficient uh hvac system christopher let me ask you about the sear of the hvac units is there a place on the mls listing for the the sear number how does a person tell what it is can they look at their unit is it important um it it actually is not in the mls to be honest um what we have around hvac is we do have a heat pump option uh, we do have geothermal as options, but we do not have a place to put the sear number. And I've seen, you know, they should be on the back of the unit on the outside. Mm-hmm. If you go look, I, a lot of them, though, the, the stickers were damaged or whatnot. So I've seen a lot where you can't identify it. Casey, my friend Mark Kuntz works for Mitsubishi, mm-hmm. and he's got a home uh, just down the road in Monroe with three small Mitsubishi 22 sear splits. And mm-hmm. he has a massive amount of solar on his garage, way more than he needs. He's feeding back uh, onto the grid, Uh, but he's very proud of his home. He only has electric cars. They have three electric cars, but this SEER rating is important on these units, right? It it is. It's how efficient those HVAC systems work. But, you know, I think going back to where we started this conversation around the HERS score, it's also important to make sure that you've got a tight building envelope, um, right? So, you know, it's the combination of the actual HVAC system, the SEER rating, right, Tim? Uh, And the building envelope, insulation, air sealing, things like that. And Christopher, you you mentioned it earlier, right? Your clients that come to you that have respiratory issues like asthma that having that you know tight home that isn't leaky really helps improve the indoor air quality and and their quality of life certainly certainly and where i'm only seeing it more and more and what i really love is that you know as i've spent six years now in the industry and speaking about this is that um, there are people who are other top producers in atlanta that didn't care about this didn't really see it but now that they're trained to listen for it and know that it's out there 
they come back to me and they share the stories about how their $2 million client or you know maybe a cheaper client um, asked about this stuff. And it's getting more and more clear. They don't necessarily ask in these obscure ways anymore. Now there are people that ask for solar and Tesla power walls and things like that. So it's exciting. How difficult is it to get this green realtor certification? Um, actually, it's it's fairly fairly simple. Um, there's even it's available online, and actually, right now, it's I think through the end of the year is on sale for ninety nine dollars. Um, go to NAR's website and and look at it there. I'm actually in the process. I'm one of four agents helping to rewrite it, so we'll have it updated for. Uh, it's supposed to launch at the end of the year, which is why the current one is on sale, and it's hmm. through NAR. It's an NAR designation. But your personal experience with electric vehicles, I mean, that informs your expertise exactly. So, and, and that's. Where, well, I'll say that I, I definitely be on the, the top end of green agents is because I live this. So I speak from it, from actually living through it. But until you are able to take the class, you know, I always tell people to try these things out in their own life. Hey, Casey, when we come back, I want to keep this conversation going about his experience, how it's helped him be a better agent, what customers are asking for. I want to talk about these green fields in the MLS listing and make sure folks understand these. Where's the MLS going in the future? More about mortgage practices. We've got Christopher in the studio with me and Casey, and we're talking about green realtors. Stick around. We'll be right back on Energy Matters. Creative Solar USA is a Georgia-based turnkey installer of innovative solar panel systems. With their NABCEP certified installers, they ensure you receive the highest quality solar energy system in the industry. They're proud to work with you before, during, and after the install, blending customer demand, system capability, and expertise to provide the best service possible. Contact them today at 770-485-7438 or creativesolarusa.com. Hey, this is Tim Eccles. We talk all the time on Energy Matters about buying a used EV instead of a new one. Let someone else pay the depreciation. BMVW Auto Sales, one of our show sponsors, can fix you up. Go to their website at ev-hybrid.com to see the ever-changing inventory. BMVW has every brand, every type of EV, and they'll even let you test drive it for three days, show you how to charge it and drive it for maximum performance. That's ev-hybrid.com, ev-hybrid.com. Reducing pollution from the transportation industry is an important goal, and few alternative vehicle fuels offer the distinct advantages of compressed natural gas. I myself drive an F-150 C&G pickup. Marlin Compression, part of Marlin Gas Services, is helping to usher in this clean energy future to the Port of Savannah, too. Not only is Marlin Compression a trusted provider of CNG for fleet fueling, they are also working with Port Fueling Center on a state-of-the-art CNG truck fueling facility. Learn more about the distinct economic and environmental advantages of using natural gas for trucking fleets of all sizes and explore all of Marlin services by visiting marlincompression.com. That's marlincompression.com. Calculate your savings today. Hey, Tim Eccles back on Energy Matters. We're talking green realty here, and you're probably going, uh, is that something about buying out in the country? Well, not exactly, Casey. Uh, we've got Christopher Matos Rogers here. He's been a guest on our program before. Certainly a lot of experience around renewable energy. He's got a lot of realtors 
coming to him about his expertise. Yeah, it's been great to hear, Christopher, the the just how the the realtor community has embraced this, it seems like, and is definitely moving in the direction of helping homeowners kind of understand all of these new energy technologies that we talk about on the show. We were talking uh, in the break, not everyone is on on board with this yet though like what are some of the things that you're seeing in the industry yeah so so some of the calls i get a lot are from uh people who have already hired an agent they've gone through the process they're not happy my hands are kind of tied at that point but they'll they'll tell me what happened and i'll get the stories about my agent told me that i should uh just take my solar panels with me when i move or that they don't add value or uh getting the confusion between uh solar water heating and solar solar uh photovoltaic Mm -hmm. so those are just some of the, the interesting ones that happen on a regular basis in 2010 i put solar thermal on my winterville house $6,300 back then there was a state tax credit it's a federal credit 6,300 with cheap gas was a lot of money the payback was going to be upwards to 20 years it was going to be a long time but I wanted to have the technology and I think sometimes we underestimate that some people are geeky and they want to try this and everything doesn't always have to pencil out and I jokingly say to people like my brother well, what's the ROE on your four-wheeler, right? right. What's the ROE on these other toys that you have? Some people actually get joy from technology and innovation. I, and I think the three of us probably are in that category. We all drive yes. EVs. We've all done energy stuff to our homes. And yeah, I mean, there, there is value to that besides just the financial value. But I think, Christopher, to you know, some of the the concerns or things that you're hearing from other people folks if you've got solar panels on your house whether they're solar thermal or solar photovoltaic leave them there they add value to the house right yeah you just need to work with somebody who's going to get that for you you know what happens in any real estate transaction even when there's not green features uh, there are at times agents who are just trying to get it sold and get a commission check and uh, you, you have to as an agent be in it for your client's interest and so there are times when I have to tell my client we don't need to work with this offer if we can't get them up because a better offer will come along and they do let me just talk for a second about what's happening in the real estate market right now my my son and daughter-in-law and my my second born grandson they're living with us right now because he's a car flipper he's flipped a lot of things in his life i mean he's a you know he's in his 20s and uh and they decided they would flip their house and uh and not only did they flip their house but they got $30,000 more than the asking price. I mean, things were crazy out there. Christopher, I mean, it, what's happening? That That is exactly on point. And, and, and some agents actually say that green doesn't matter anymore for value, but it actually does because offers are going 10, 20, 30 or more thousand dollars over list price. Properly documenting those green features sometimes are what makes you meet appraisal. So this is actually even more of a time for a case of understanding the value of green. I mean, this is not a show about the real estate market per se, but you know, for, for most people, their home is their biggest asset. And maybe their car is is second. Maybe their power bill is the third most expensive thing uh, that they're paying. I hope not. Maybe it's, maybe it's fourth or fifth. But the real estate market now is be, it's becoming difficult for a couple uh, maybe to buy their first home. I mean, you mentioned the Atlanta housing markets up there towards the $300,000 market. Uh, that's that's cost prohibitive for a lot of people. It, it is. And, and people are having to move further and further out. You know, the burbs are actually on fire in a good, you know, in a good way as far as the market. But I, ITP is 
still very active as well. So it, it's it's everywhere and it's nationwide. Let and, me ask you, Casey, you live in Decatur, more in town, but uh, if, if folks are thinking about buying uh, something now and they're not really constrained and having to live in a certain place, I mean, it seems like, you know, buying a condo downtown or buying in one of these high rises, are they good deals or are they going crazy like the, the rest of the real estate it's market? It's building by building. Condos and other attached living kind of had a slow spot right after the pandemic happened as we opened up people needed space after being locked up for so mm-hmm. long. But right now we are seeing certain buildings that are doing much better than others. It's interesting thinking about the larger market. I mean, Decatur, the real estate market has been crazy for a long time. You know, I feel like uh, I got in before it was crazy, but the people who got in before me probably thought they did the the same thing. But, uh, you know, to the, the point earlier, when you're looking to buy a home, I think it's important. And, you know, you can you can back me up on this or disabuse me of this notion. Right. But think about the entirety of it. Right. So it's it's the mortgage that you're going to be paying. It is the energy and water bill that you're going to be paying. It's the transportation. Right. So thinking about where you are, you know, near your job or near public transportation, um, all of those things are driven by your choice of where to, to live, aren't they? Correct. And, and the other side of that, too, that, that people don't talk enough about with green is that green is usually lower maintenance and more resilient. So we're talking about people just don't think about the carrying cost of a house. You know, they think about insurance and taxes and your mortgage. They don't think about energy like we talked about and or regular maintenance. So Mm -hmm. green homes are massively affordable and that's where they win. Greenhomesatl.com. So let's say that Casey was going to sell his house, which he's not, but he's got this geothermal HVAC. He's got solar. I've got solar on my house. Would we list our house with you? Would it get put on that site and who's going to see that? Correct. So right now, actually, any house that has any of these features in the MLS gets on that site because I, mm. I want people people to be able to find them. If you were to list with me, we would write a blog post about the house really feature in that way. Also, because of me and my visibility nas- nationally, you would we'd have that that network as well. Um, but you know that's a great place to start and look now if you just want to see. Uh, just a real quick note here about the number of uh, solar homes for sale. So historically, I mentioned on the last show that we have about two dozen homes with solar panels uh, in the MLS at any moment. This year, we have actually gone up to four, a two, double that, wow. um, while having half as much inventory as whole. So solar is a rapidly growing portion of our home market. Let me ask you this. You put solar on your home and let's say you get a loan for it and you're selling your home now. Maybe the person likes solar. Maybe they don't buying your home. What happens to that payment that you are responsible for? Does it get kind of baked in and then settled in closing or how does that work? Yeah, so it does get paid off at closing just like your mortgage. So when when you sell your home, anything that has a lien against it, your property itself or any anything that's conveying would be paid off. I guess it would be my assumption that if you're buying something secondarily, so I'm buying a home with solar thermal or solar on it, uh, or maybe I'm buying a house that has a swimming pool that the owner spent $20,000 on, in that secondary market, that next buyer coming in, you usually wind up getting a pretty good deal on that stuff, right? Yeah, so there is actually a method that appraisers use for solar, and it essentially is the cost of future production. So depending on the age of your system, you know how, how, much, how many kilowatts that it is, it's gonna be a number, but it's calculated, and essentially you're selling the future power. I just have a small array on my home, and so it only benefits my house 25 or $30 a month. So you're saying they would calculate that, and anyone that 
bought my home, they would get a disclosure about that saying that this asset on the roof is providing this amount of money per year? Correct. So that's whenever we list a home with solar, um, we always ask you to check your monitor and print off like the last year of data, or even if you have longer, to show what that has been doing historically. Mm -hmm. And that's how we attain value. Because if, if somebody says these two houses are identical, but this one pay, gives you $100 in free electricity every month, there are a few people that wouldn't understand that value. But yeah. we don't put it in as simple terms as that. We just say, well, it has solar. Well, what does that mean? In this case, maybe it's $100 a month off your electric bill. Okay, that has a value to me. Casey, your system bigger than mine, and you've got that geothermal system. So if you combined all that, you would have a great benefit to anyone buying your home. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've talked about it on the, the show before, but, you know, my electric bill uh, runs, you know, $30, $40 a month, and that includes two EVs. Um, so, you know, that's that's pretty good, right? You're not putting a lot of money into it. And um, I, I would actually love to hear, uh, you know, a little bit more on the EV front um, with uh, with some of the remaining time in this segment. Um, you know, when we look at the, the market and the, the work that I do, we see electric vehicles about to explode in terms of popularity. The availability models is increasing. People are very interested in it. We all drive EVs. We know issues and the benefits with home charging. I was recently talking to someone who does not own an EV, but he built a garage and actually put in a 240 line because he said, at some point, I'm going to have an EV and Smart I don't have man. to go. Yeah, exactly. That was my reaction too, right? Are you seeing buyers looking for EV charging, even those that don't currently have electric vehicles? Yes. And especially since I drive electric, it's always a point of question and topic. And so then there's usually questions about how, how could I do this? Um, the biggest questions come from people that are going into multifamily. And that's still, mm -hmm. as you know, a, a mismatch. You know, some HOAs are friendly, some are scared, right? The FUD, they they think that it's going to have some huge expense on a, on a regular basis and trying to figure out who pays for it. But um, but yes, buyers who currently have EV or want to go EV um, are asking and planning for some of this stuff. When we come back, I do want to get to this these her spaces that, that you fill out. I want to I want us to talk about these green fields and some of the other things that can save a buyer money uh, when they when they buy a house. We've talked about Casey's HVAC system, geothermal, the solar, the solar thermal. Let's talk about that. I want to talk about the greening of the MLS. How long is it going to take? I want to talk more about these electric vehicles, the impact that they're having. Christopher, I want to get your prediction about when these things are kind of become disruptive or mainstream. So stick around. Back with another segment with Christopher Matos Rogers in just a minute. I'm Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters. Hey, Tim Eccles here, host of Energy Matters. Solar's growing like crazy in Georgia, and I certainly say buyer beware. It's great to have companies like Creative Solar USA on the job. Russ, why do folks need to reach out to you? Tim, we're going on to our 14th year, and we have the best staff and most experienced installers in the state to get the job done right. You can find out more at creativesolarusa.com or call 770-485-7438. That's creativesolarusa.com. The electric car revolution is coming, and the choices are growing. Gem cars are everywhere. You've seen these low-speed electric vehicles on college campuses, downtown Atlanta streets, and resort islands like St. Simons and Jekyll. Gem cars are street legal, equipped with seatbelts, headlights, and a tag, and can operate on roads with speed limits of 35 miles per hour or less. If you want to know more about these electric cars and trucks, six-passenger shuttles, mobile repair service, or full vehicle wraps, go to GemCarService.com. That's G-E-M, CarService.com. 
This segment of Energy Matters is sponsored by Hall Booth Smith. This law firm works with over 88 Fortune 500 companies, and they have offices from Brunswick to Athens, Tifton to Columbus, and of course, Atlanta. We'd like to thank Hall Booth Smith for the great work they do with school boards, hospitals, cities, and counties all over our state. See more at hallboothsmith.com. Hey, Tim Eccles, back. One more segment here. We're talking about realty, a green realtor, and we happen to have one right here in the studio, Christopher Matos Rogers. Been on the show before. I'm learning a lot, Casey, and I really hope that we can see uh, the adoption of this her score that we've been talking about uh, because I think it's really going to help not only uh you know, uh, anybody interested in energy, but especially people that are on a little bit tighter budget. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we talked a little bit about it already, but, you know, the transparency and getting that information in the hands of buyers is really critical. And, you know, Christopher, you've talked about the MLS, a multiple listing service that that realtors use for listings. What kind of information is currently in there that helps buyers assess a green home? And what kinds of things might they see over the next couple of years get included in the the MLS listings? Yeah. So the good news is that Georgia's actually done a really good job. Back in 2009, we had a committee that added greenfields back then. Uh, So we have uh, energy certificates, so like LEED, um, Earthcraft. We have individual features uh, like geothermal, um, heat pump, things like that. We have things as simple as, you know, upgraded insulation and windows. Um, The things that I think will happen next, one is going to be automating it. More information about solar, other than just choosing that you have solar, solar PV, what size system is it? Um, that that's something that could be really awesome and hopefully automated, you know, via public record or so, something like that. Um, and then her scores again could be automated because right now there's a lot of homes that actually do. We have over forty six thousand in the state of Georgia that have them, but we don't have anywhere that number that are reported in the MLS. Mm-hmm. Christopher, Georgia Power uh, asked us to do a pilot project out in Northwest Atlanta, built by Pulte. It was a group of townhomes, I think about 60 of them, Um, but they all had batteries in the garage put there by Pulte as a part of this program. They all had a little bit of solar on it. They all had the ability uh, to, in the case of an outage, uh, to be able to flip a switch and power the third floor, just a few things, the television, um, the bathroom light, a little portable refrigerator, and a little uh, Mitsubishi split. and I'm, I'm optimistic about this. I love this idea. I wish I could actually buy one of those and live there and just experience it. But are you hearing more about things like this? Yes. And, you know, as you guys both know, battery backup is still very nascent. I mean, what, two, three years that it's really been on the market in a viable way. And now there's such backlog on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know the development you're talking about, but that is definitely what people want. And part of this is just like, I hate to always compare Tesla, but Tesla went out there on their own. They made it. They made the space. Had they not done it, we wouldn't be where we are today. So we need builders that are actually going to get in there and that that are then going to pair with realtors like me. And I'm not the only one um, so that we can actually create this space. It is that thing of people have to be able to see it and touch it and know they can buy it to know that they, they want it. There's a builder up in Roswell. Simone is her first name. And she built a whole neighborhood of houses that had solar shingles. This was uh, this was 2012, 2013, a very special foundation design uh, uh, awnings that shielded uh, some reflective windows. And it had all of these very cool 
energy features, but she seems to be few and far between uh, in in having a personal commitment to do things like that. Yeah, well, and I speak with a lot of builders. I've worked at uh, the Earthcraft Builders Council at um, South Face and uh, Greater Atlanta Home Builders. The real problem is that we all work in silos and builders want to do their own thing. And they will, They that's one of their biggest complaints around green building is they say, we don't know how to sell this, but then they won't pair with a realtor. They will They will do inside sales. And I, I do tours of some of these neighborhoods just to kind of go around and see what's happening. Happening. And when they use inside sales agents, those people oftentimes don't even realize that they're doing geothermal at that development hmm. or something else. Like they, they know that there's pretty quartz in the kitchen and what the finishes I can get, but they don't know anything about the money and the effort that is going into the sustainable features. Well, and what's interesting is tying some of these threads together. You know, Tim, you mentioned the, the Pulte development that Georgia Power was involved in, but we're, I, we're also seeing a number of utilities around the country that are really pushing forward some of these green developments. So Arizona Public Service out in Arizona uh, has a relatively large one in northern Arizona. Rocky Mountain Power in Utah has got a community that they're doing around this. So it's encouraging to see you know, not just the builder and realtor community maybe starting to do some work on this, but you've also got utilities that are saying, hey, these things are, you know, worth looking at, worth putting out in the market and supporting. And so, you know, hopefully, you know, more people behind that boulder can push it up to the top of the hill faster. Certainly. There's a development down in Fort Myers. I had a chance to go down there and and look at this. It's called Babcock Ranch. It's enormous Develop, development. You've seen some of these Florida developments where, you know, one development has like five golf courses. I mean, it's, it's mammoth. This is a big neighborhood. And they were touting the fact that the utility had built some solar up the road that was providing the electrons pretty much for, for that neighborhood in that town. Yet when I went into the neighborhood and went into the various different sections into the model homes and I asked the agent uh you know representing the builder on duty you know do you have a solar option for this home Mm -hmm. they all said no none of them were selling solar as a part of the amenities or uh, or the options that i could buy i could buy a lot of different things i could get special countertops i could get special carpet special floor but not solar Uh, i mean do builders get this I'd say that the more majority don't, but the problem that I see is even the ones who do and want to do this and are implementing it, they still don't put the effort behind the, the, the proper marketing. And so we're, we're all trying to do it on our own. And when we all do it on our own, we might have some modicum of success, but when we come together and do it together, Georgia Power would be a great one. Um, you know, we can do something amazing. You know, Casey, this is something for us to think about. The power company has become an, an expert uh, in solar. They work with a lot of these neighborhoods in fact the power company tries to get builders to do all electric yeah right and and kind of fence out the gas company gas companies aren't altogether happy right uh, about that they offer special rebates to the builder why not give that builder an opportunity to make a little more margin on that house by selling a a twenty thousand dollar solar system that let's say his margin was ten percent he'll make another two thousand dollars 
I mean, why not get the builders engaged? Yeah, no, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, as Christopher was saying, a lot of it is about, you know, how do we coordinate and how do we push things forward, right? So the the uh, community that you mentioned and, and having that third floor, that kind of the ability to isolate an island and have your TV and your mini fridge and, uh, you know, some HVAC or something like that, there's real value around that, right? And so sell that value, right? I mean, isn't that what you're doing anytime you're selling a house? That is, I mean, <laughs> realtors are selling the lifestyle. And, and so sustainability is a lifestyle and how does it operate when you need it? Well, I wanna talk about education and certification opportunities. I mean, we may have realtors listening today and they're going, man, I need to get this certification. Where do they go next? We'll start with one place is the green designation. It is a two day class, so I know it's kind of a commitment for folks, but that is a great place to start. It's gonna give you a kind of like a 101 on building science and understanding what greenhousing is. And obviously then how to put it into your business, how to market it, how to serve clients. But there's a just a host of online CE classes, you know, in person is still kind of sketchy right now with with our with our associations but um nar has stuff the ce store there's an explosion of sustainability topics from specifically on solar to energy efficiency and all of those so just just google and go to your usual ce places it's been a couple of years since you've been on the show in the studio here we've been blocked out with with covid uh you were driving an electric car when you were here before are you surprised about the slow adoption rate for EVs? Is it about what you thought? And what do you think is going to change that? I actually still am kind of surprised because I was in, we're, we just celebrated seven years of electric driving this month, actually. Uh, you've got me beaten. Yeah. I, I'm six years in, but. You know, so well we done, just, sir. we kind of, from the low range to the, the, scarcity of chargers and all of that like for us this is like wow it has come really far um i think we're at that inflection point now between the gas shortages you know uk's having it again um you know we had it this spring that really seemed to be an inflection point i see so many in my industry finally doing it and and again it's not about saving the planet it's about performance right they're hella fun to drive um, it's about the gas savings and all of that. So that's what really gets people to make that change. I think we're at it now. And the number of models coming out is just insane. Things like the F-150 being able to power your house. I mean, being able to power your house during, again, resiliency is that big thing. That's what's coming coming for us with how we use our houses different to weather-related events. That's gonna be the, the shift point for all of this stuff. Wow. Casey, uh, I'm excited about some of the innovations coming along. He just mentioned about being able to plug the F-150 into your house. And I've said all along that trucks are the thing that are going to bring my Republican colleagues into the fold on electric vehicles. Yeah, I think that's right. On it, so, uh, Trucks are going to bring a lot of people into the fold. So uh, we've had my colleague Mike Devorney on the show before talking about some of our EV research. And there's a, a group of customers that we call Old Guard, and they tend to be pretty skeptical of electric vehicles, but they are also the a group that's most likely to use battery powered other stuff. So yard equipment, whatever and kind of our hypothesis is that when they see the value proposition of like the f-150 and having a power panel in the back of the truck that they can plug into at the job site or out you know camping or whatever it is that value is going to click for them and they're going to be adopting those vehicles christopher how can folks get in touch with you yeah so uh, greenhomesatl.com is my, my site check me out there um or just Google my name, Christopher Matos hyphen Rogers, and I'm the only one with the name, easy to find. Well, thank you for being on our show today. Thanks for your leadership in this area of green realty. Uh, you as well. 
Casey, always good to be with you in the studio with our uh, eminent producer, Logan Booker. Indeed. And I hope everyone out there has a great weekend. Yeah, I'm Tim Eccles. You're listening to Energy Matters. You can find out all about us at WGAURadio.com forward slash Energy Matters forward slash or anywhere you get your podcast. Just search for Energy Matters with Commissioner Tim Eccles. I'm Tim Eccles. You've been listening to Energy Matters. Have a great weekend, everyone. Tim Eccles of Energy Matters here for Solar Sun World. No doubt you've seen solar panels popping up all over the state. If you want the precision of German engineering when it comes to solar, Solar Sun World is for you. Gerd and all the folks at Solar Sun World understand the complexities of solar and how to make it work for you. From tax credits to inverters to accelerated depreciation, they'll advise you on the best path forward. And Solar Sun World now offers power purchase agreements. Find them at solarsunworld.com, solarsunworld.com. Everyone has tough times in their life. By checking the project share box at the bottom of your utility bill, you can make life a little easier for your neighbors. Your one, two, or five dollar checkoff is matched by the utility and then used by the Salvation Army to help folks having a tough time paying their energy bills. It's that easy. Join PSC Commissioner Tim Eccles and many others by donating via your power bills this year. See more by clicking projectshareinfo.com. And thank you.